Being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a four barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. The Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing will be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, and we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Larry Unger answering phones. Charlie Grimes, our engineer. Jeff Kitty with me today. By the way, any transmission questions you've got, Jeff is our transmission expert. And uh, otherwise, we will answer any other questions you've got for us. I know there's some text questions as well. I'll get to those in a moment. 307-200-8222 is where you can go to send us a text. Or if you want to call in and be on air, it's 303-477-5600. Paul and Fort Collins, you are next. Yes, uh, I heard your discussion this morning on uh, Class C RVs. Yes, sir. <clears throat> uh, I have a uh, 2008 Ford uh, E450 with 25,000 miles on it. Uh, I took it in for uh, service this fall, and they inspected underneath the vehicle and said that the uh, rear leaf springs on the front and rear of the bushings are worn out and need to be replaced. Uh, comments on that from you on the leaf springs. As far as? Well, I, I don't want to replace them right now. Uh, I may get rid of it in a year or two. Okay. Plan to drive it uh, maybe 1,500 miles the next two years. Uh, How bad are the bushings, that. or did they say? Well, they say bad. Bad on both sides. It need to be replaced. Also recommended new shocks on the rear. Uh, I had them put the new shocks on it, but I did not have them touch the rear springs. It was a little pricey. And I, I'm sorry, what year? I missed that part. Uh, 2008. So it's an 08. Well, and it's, pr- and it's probably more of you know a dry rot situation on the bushings as opposed to mileage and so on. And I will also say this, and I'm not trying to be you know, critical of anybody that's in the industry, but just because a bushing is dry rotted on the outside when you look at it doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. Yeah. Because you can't see what's inside on the bushing. So, you know, the way to really look at those bushings is you've got to unload the suspension, which means you've got to take all the weight out, let the axle actually droop down, and then you need to take a pry bar, and that's how you really check to see if those bushings are bad or not. And frankly, Paul, if they didn't do that and they're just going off of the dry rod on the outside, uh, that doesn't necessarily mean they're bad. Yeah, no, it was a visual inspection, and I've not had any problem with it bottoming out or swaying in the room. I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. Drive it till you sell it. Okay. Thank you, Don. You're very welcome, Paul. I appreciate that. And, again, yeah, not trying to, you know, not trying to say that not everybody knows how to check those things, but not everybody knows how to check those things. Just saying. Well, the the big thing is is that just because they're dry-rotted on the outside doesn't mean the inside's bad. By the way, Charlie, you'll enjoy this. We've got somebody that actually texted us on the text line that is listening to us in a very loud, solid signal on air in Delhart, Texas. So all the way to Texas, thank you all for listening. We appreciate that. Wow. Going a long ways this morning. We're next. Yeah, we're still this morning. It's only 11 o'clock here. 
there you go. Time flies when you're having fun. All right, 303-477-5600. Give us a call, and uh, we would love to have you uh, chat with us and any questions you've got again. Uh, all right, so I had, had a text message came in. Heard a story of a guy that moved his mom from Tampa to Medford, Oregon. U-Haul, he ended up with the V-10 pulling a car up the dolly. Cost him $2,000 in fuel. That trip was about two weeks ago. Yeah. So that, by the way, isn't far off when it comes to the V-10s. That's the downside to the V-10 and the fuel economy because they just, they're not, they're not great. They never have been, by the no. way. Even though the overall cubic inches isn't much higher than comparable engines that are out there, make sure I say this correctly, the V10s, and it didn't matter whether it was the Dodge version or whether it was the Ford version, the Ram version, well, they were Dodges when they were V10s, so I can say it that way. The Dodge version or the Ford version, they both were awful on fuel economy. Yep. Do you, any thoughts, Jeff, as to why that is? No, I <laughs> I don't know. I had a customer that swore by his V10, but I'll tell you what. I mean they were I mean they were fairly reliable, but I couldn't I couldn't tell the difference between that and a good V8. Now, I was I'll give you that. No, I I wasn't that. pulling anything. I never towed with it or anything else, but the, he was always complaining about gas mileage. I think he was getting maybe 9 or 10. Mm. I <sighs> I mean that that just isn't. No, that's about all they did. You know, I mean, you you take one even I, empty running around town. If they got twelve, thirteen miles a gallon, that was about it. That's about you know? all they ever did. Now, were they a solid, reliable vehicle? Yeah, but fuel economy on them absolutely stinks. So yeah, thank you for that text message. You're just validating some of what we've been talking about with yeah. the V10. So thanks. All right. Speaking of economy, uh, I've had this sent from numerous people. In fact, producer Ann sent me this today. As well, you guys are seeing more and more advertisements again because of the fuel prices. <laughs> These sorts of things come out of the woodwork. There is now a advertisement. And I've seen this one. We've actually talked about it on air before here, but I want to talk about it again because a lot of you are going to see this and don't fall for it. So this one happens to be a company called EcoChip. The website is getecochip.com. Please don't go there. Please don't buy anything because there's not a single claim on this website as to what it will do for you that, that I can see as valid. Hmm. Here is their claim to fame. EcoChip, well, first of all, the big bold letters, reduce fuel consumption up to 55%. Hmm. 25 miles to the gallon to 39 miles to the gallon with EcoChip. EcoChip remaps your car's ECU to optimize fuel consumption according to your driver's or to your driving habits. That is total BS. <laughs> Unadulterated BS. If I could say the actual words, I don't say those things ever. But in this particular case, if it wasn't for the FCC, I would because it is total, total BS. Yep. Save money at the gas pump. No, you won't. Very easy to use. Yeah, that I'll give them that. You just plug it into the ALDL connector, and yeah, that part's easy to use. Barely visible. That one I'll give them as well. But it will not reduce your fuel consumption by 55%. It will not save you money at the gas pump. And it will not take you from 25 miles to the gallon to almost 40. That is a flat-out lie, and this company should be sued for this. They will be. It is a flat-out lie. There is no way... 
this is happening. Because here's the deal, folks. Common sense will tell you that if the car manufacturers had the ability to put a little device like this in every single vehicle and up the fuel economy by 55%, wouldn't they have done that from the factory? Yeah. Yes. Here's how it works, it says. EcoChip is a chip tuning box that can be plugged into the OBD2 connector of your car to reduce fuel consumption. It works based upon OBD2 protocols as remapping the car's computer ECU. When it's plugged into the OBD2 connector, EcoChip receives the information from the car's ECU. What is received, or when the received data from the ECU, EcoChip adjusts the boost pressure, the quantity of fuel, the injection timing, and pressure to increase the performance of your car. No. It doesn't, nor can it. (laughs) Folks, this is a blatant lie. It cannot do the things that it's claiming to do, period. Period, period, period. It's impossible. It doesn't work that way. What they're talking about is the same place we in the industry would plug a very sophisticated computer into to read all of the data coming out of said computer on the car. There is no way that we, even with that very expensive scan tool, can go in and do the things this thing is talking about doing. If we can't do it, there is no way some cheesy little green-headed, you know, what they call chip, which basically is probably a computer board that lights up to make it look like it's doing something— there's no way that's going to do all of that. It's impossible, folks. Nope. It does not do that. This is a scam. It's a gimmick. Even if you receive the chip, which you may very well receive, no, it is not going to do the things that it claims it's going to do. And here's what they're banking on. You're going to spend, uh, hang on, I'll tell you, claim my, 55, or claim my 50% discount now. So this thing is now going to cost you $40. If you buy two, they're $34 a piece. And if you buy more than that, they're $27 a piece. What's going to happen is you're going to pay 40 bucks for this device. You're going to put it in. You're going to realize that it doesn't do squat. You're going to throw it in the trash, walk away. They're 40 bucks richer, and you're 40 bucks poorer. Because you're not going to do anything to get your 40 bucks back. Am I right, Jeff? You're 100% right. And that's how these guys will end up making money. Help fight climate change. Which, by the way, I hate hearing because, no, it won't. <laughs> Increase your vehicle's horsepower and torque. By the way. Anytime you, you read something that says they're going to save fuel economy, but they're going to increase your horsepower and torque, no. No. Because if it goes up in horsepower and torque, guess what you just used more of? Fuel. Fuel. And increasing, if it did in fact do it, which it won't, but even if they could increase the fuel pressure inside of the engine itself or the, the pressure going to the injectors to the engine, even if they could, it's not going to save you on fuel economy. No. Again, folks, I go back to these manufacturers, because of the CAFE standards and things that we have in this country, if they could get an increase from 25 miles to the gallon to 40 just through the programming of the software of the computer itself, don't you think they would have already done that? Yeah. This is as – I hate seeing these things because they're, they're stealing from people. This is a scam. They're going to steal your money. Yep. They're not going to give most of this money back to people. And they're going to get rich while everybody else gets poor. This is a total, flat-out scam. Don't fall for it. I think one of you out there actually bought one of these, and you were going to report back to us if it actually did anything. I'd like to hear from whoever that was that said that. 
and know if it really did or didn't do anything. So, but there, there's there's my take on the uh, the eco chip, which there's one of many of these out there, by the way. And no, folks, it won't do anything it's claiming. How you'd think that the government would be all over that because well, that's tampering with the mission. Well, and by the way. If someone from EcoChip is listening to this and you would like to come on my program and defend yourself with me and tell me how you're doing all of this, lines are open any day, any time. I will battle you on air openly and prove to you that this is impossible. And by the way, if you want to send me one for free that I can test out, I'm glad to do that as well. They're not going to. I'm not holding my breath, folks, because it ain't going to happen. Why? Because it's not real. This is a little device. They've put a chip in that that then lights up when you plug it into the ALDL connector that's underneath the dash. So it makes it look like something's happening. And no, nothing's going to happen. And you're not going to re- you're not going to save any money at the pump. Not going to happen. All right. Nope. Lines are open. 303-477-5600. If anybody'd so, like to add anything to that, let me know. So with all the stuff that they're plugging into that ALDL. Insurance companies. <laughs> There's a lot of folks plugging into it. The uh, the uh, chip to tell you what's wrong with your car. The all the stuff that they're plugging into that thing really makes it a nightmare for the mechanics sometimes. Yep. And and again, just because this website has testimonials, quote unquote, on it. And it claims excellent product. I highly recommend it for anyone who wants to reduce fuel consumption and save some cash in return. These aren't real people, folks. I don't care whether it says they're a verified customer or not. These are scams. Don't believe it. There's nothing to it. These are things that some web developer put on this website so they could make money. And I guarantee you none of these people are real. And if they are, they've stolen their picture off of social media. (laughs) And or these are the guys that work there that are scamming you. One of the two. So, we'll be right back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Geno's Auto Service in Littleton is your go-to shop for all your car care and vehicle maintenance needs. For over 38 years, Geno's has been serving customers along the front range. Take advantage of savings on all of Geno's premium Napa auto batteries. Stop in for a free battery check. The team at Geno's are big believers in catching problems before they start. Take advantage of their free multi-point inspection. They'll evaluate your vehicle, looking at your fluid levels, belts, hoses, and filters. And remember, any maintenance or repair work on your vehicle comes with the Napa Peace of Mind Warranty, covering parts and labor for 36 months or 36,000 miles. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. They're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon in Littleton. Take advantage of Geno's free battery check this month. Stop in or visit them online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. Do you know what to do in a traffic stop? Kevin Flesh would like to give you a few tips to help keep you and your passengers safe. If you are being pulled over for a traffic violation, slow down and put on your hazards, 
Find a well-lit location that is out of the lane of traffic. Keep your hands on the wheel where the officer can see them and be polite. Don't say anything and don't give any information that is asked. If you feel it's necessary, record the traffic stop and then if you need any legal help, call Kevin Flesh at Flesh Law Firm. Kevin is our legal eagle and is an expert in traffic altercations and accidents. So put this number into your phone, 303-806-8886. You can also find Kevin online at fleshlawfirm.com. Kevin Flesh, Flesh Law Firm and proud sponsor of Drive Radio. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. All right, Drive Radio KLZ 560, thanks for listening to us today. We appreciate it very much. I got a text message from somebody also asking about suspension components and things along those lines. And what I will tell you is uh, please email me back. Let me know who did the inspection. I can get a little bit more information. But this is somebody that also does not drive a lot and was told it needs full uh, suspension work on it. It's a RAV4 with 60,000 miles, which, yeah, it's 60. They're kind of getting close to maybe needing struts and shocks. But, again, if you're not driving a lot, uh, I might have a different answer for you, so let me know who actually did the inspection, and I'll get that back to you. Wayne and Greeley, you're next. Well, good morning, John. Good morning. Jeff. How we doing? Yeah, always nice to hear Jeff on there. Well, thank you. Uh, I uh, I was I think it was your program here a couple times ago or so. Uh, they were talking about a carburetor shop down there in Denver that still overhauls the quadrajets and stuff. Beats me. I was me. wondering if maybe there's some place down there that. Uh, could either put out a rebuilt throttle body or work on my throttle bottle body for me. That's you know Wayne, that's a really good question. The throttle body on the Quadrajet, you mean? Well, the throttle body uh, on this '95. It's a throttle body injection. Oh, so you need it rebuilt? Yeah, just buy I, one. They make a gazillion replacements for that. Just buy one. Never rebuild one of those. They can't be any harder as hard as a quadrajet, are they? I've never. No, I never did because you could buy a. I mean, they're actually pretty simplistic. You can buy a you know remanufactured throttle body assembly fairly cheap. So no, I've I've never known anybody to rebuild one of those. Well, I I I wonder if I can. Napa doesn't sell them, and uh, a rebuilt one. and I didn't know where to go to and, try to find one. And real quick, what year was it again? 95. 95. No, sorry, 95. Uh, it's a Chevy K1500. Uh, got a 350 in it. Okay. And uh, it's just... It they may be good. getting old enough where they don't any longer. Yeah. Well, it runs good until it gets warm. And then when it gets warm, it's got a little stumble to it. And uh, I... I, I some, have you, those, those didn't really wear out, Wayne. Have you... I mean, is the throttle shafts in it loose? Have you checked that? I don't no, no, I haven't checked it, but I don't think they are. I was watching the mechanism move the other day, and I didn't see Because those, those had a really common problem of the gasket between the manifold yeah. and the yeah, throttle body going bad. Before. They loosened up. Thinking about pulling it off. I've got the gasket for it later. That's probably all it is. Well, I'll have to try that. Uh, 
Because, I, again, I, 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 I never – I mean, you could buy aftermarket throttle bodies for those that had more CFM and a yeah. different injector and things yeah, like yeah. that back in the day for the performance side. But I, I've never known anybody that ever had to rebuild one other than putting an injector in it. Okay. And the injectors in those are 100 bucks a piece. Yeah, they're so. easy. Again, I, I've never known the throttle shafts in those to wear out. They're not – I mean, an issue. even if you had to go through it, they're not that hard. Okay. You yeah, can I, you can I, buy I, the kit to go through it. My, I put quadrajets on my kitchen table and rebuild them. <laughs> sure. Yeah, and those aren't that bad either. The biggest problem with the quadrajets is finding the the overhaul kits for them now. Yep. Yeah, I, I've got. I still got those quadrajets here, John. If you want one, <laughs> you know, I and I, I probably need to get together and see. I mean, I've got enough old cars where I probably should talk well, to you, Wayne, and figure that built, out. Uh, not too long ago, it's got a rebuilt sticker on it and stuff, and, okay. and I didn't use it that long. I took it off of a 350 motorhome. Okay. And, uh, it had been sitting there. I I've got that one, and then I got another, and it's tore down. All the parts are in a can. And it's ready to rebuild. Uh, I just didn't get to it. Okay. I'll anyway, talk to my dad, too, and see if we've got any uses for those coming up. Uh, I feel bad. I tuned in just as you were telling the guy, that's the battery you need to get from Napa, and I didn't get the name of it. Oh, I, any of the Legends, Wayne, either the red or the blue Legends, either the red one's a little cheaper than the blue one. Either one works great. They'll be fine. Okay, a blue Legend or a red Legend? Either one. It's just okay, a matter of the warranty. That's all. That's the only difference between them, really. Well, the one that's in there, it's got a, tw- a, a 2019 sticker on it. Uh, I think it's probably a Kmart or one of the probably, other You're probably getting close. I mean, you, can, you could have it checked, but you're probably close, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and replace it. I'm using that here in this snow and stuff as my regular car. Okay, sure. I don't even get the car out. Makes sense. So... Anyway, thank you, John. You're welcome, Wayne. Yeah, always nice to hear you, my man. Well, thank you. With it. Appreciate okay. it. Okay. Take, Take care, care, Wayne. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it very much. Uh, Sandy in Westminster, you're next. Go ahead, Sandy. Hi. Thanks so much. I appreciate you in so many capacities all through the week <laughs> thank and everything you, you do. Appreciate um, it. And I've heard this show for ages, and I finally found you again. Well, thank you. Um, we have a 98 Volvo V70, okay. and our mechanic recently retired, wonderful person over the years. But he always had told us we should use regular Valvoline, like 5W30 oil in it, and not have synthetic or mix it or anything. We just took it to a new mechanic, had an oil change, and they, I just was looking over the receipt, and it says they put synthetic oil in. And so, one, my question is, is that okay? Did that end up mixing oils? Does an oil change fully take it out of the you'll every be fine. part of the yeah. engine? Won't matter. Huh? You're fine. You, and I don't know why. I'm not, you know, the last guy may have been a very good mechanic, which not going to. He was. Yeah, not going to argue that one. But he's mistaken on the oil side. Yeah. You can run synthetic in that. No problem, Sandy. And it can be mixed or yes. whatever. Yes. And from now on, I can just go ahead and. Yes, you bet. And I would. Yep. It's a better so oil. Should I, should I? It's better oil? Yes. yes. Okay. So I'll get synthetic oil, whatever kind they put in, and just continue that from now on. You got it. That's exactly I what I would do. How often are you changing it, Sandy? Um, well, we try to do it 3,000 or 5,000 miles. We don't Five drive is fine. a bunch. You, we mostly yeah, city. You'd be fine with that. Okay. The other question, I recently heard something advertised that talked about your oil filter could be a bad oil filter and cause a lot of damage. 
Should I double check they put an actual Volvo one on? No, it just means this just needs to be a high quality oil filter. Even Volvo doesn't build their own oil filter. So what I mean by high quality is, and if you take a picture of it and even send it to me, I can tell you whether it's a good oil filter or not. But you know, you want to look for a you know like a high quality Wix or or a Napa branded filter. Uh, and even they have different levels of filter, so it depends on the Napa filter. But we want a Napa Gold or Platinum or the, the high-end Wix filter. A Volvo filter would be fine as well. It just depends on which one they put back on it. Okay, so I should take. I can see it well enough to get a picture? If you can, yeah, if you can see it, send me a picture of it. I can tell you what kind of filter it is, definitely. Okay, thank you and so very much. And I can help much. you. And, and again, just send it to John, J-O-H-N, at drive-radio.com. John at drive-radio.com. Thank you. Thank you, Sandy. I appreciate that very much. Great question, by the way. Tom, you're up next, sir. Go ahead. Hi. Um, some years ago, I bought a scanner to uh, have on hand for my 98 vintage uh, car and truck. And, uh, gee, the thing was just, I thought it was magic because um, it got a check engine light and uh, you know, plug it into the Ford Ranger V6, and it said... Uh, it was an O2 sensor code, but it listed all the likely uh, most common problems. And number one that it listed was uh, uh, intake manifold gaskets. And that was exactly what it was. So I thought, well, this, this thing is just magic. And um, now it's, it's obsolete. It won't work on my new Toyota truck. Um, right. Do, do you know... That this brand was Actron, and now I think Actron. I think they they have that same feature. You you pay a dollar or two anytime you use the lookup feature. But the, is is there is that common with scanners that they have that uh, information about what to look for? Not usually. N- not usually. Um, <laughs> as shop owners have spent. Thousands and thousands tens and of thousands, thousands. Oh, yeah. yes, tens of dollars of thousands. trying to stay up on that. Yeah. As far as what the code, you know, most most popular cause of a code and stuff like that. Some of the yeah. old scanners would come with a troubleshooting feature yeah. with them where you could, you know, get into it and it would give you some, you know, some answers sometimes on what those codes codes would mean and Ideas. do. But even, even that's getting less and less and less, yep. Tom. Oh, there's less rather than more of that. Correct. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah, it's a great feature. <laughs> really helped me. All right. Well, I'll just uh, see what's out there. It sounds great, Tom. Okay. Appreciate it very much. Thanks for the phone call. Yep. Let's squeeze one more in here before the break. Jeff in Steamboat Springs, you are next. Hey, John. It's Jeff. Um, happy New Year. I hadn't talked to you. Hey, Happy New Year to you, too, Jeff. Yeah. Hey, so I have a funny story here. I Maybe a little mystery. I have this old uh, – I bought a – Old 2002 Audi All-Road, and which I had one when they were new, and I couldn't justify having it out in the country here in Steamboat, so right. I bought my pickup truck. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I drove the car out to Iowa for a um, high school reunion and came back, put it in the barn for, oh, 10 days, as I drove the, my new truck down to St- uh, the Denver for a job, a commercial. And I got back. I pulled the Audi out of the garage, out of the uh, garage, and the uh, temperature light came on, saying that there was a, it was low on coolant. So I put it back. I drove into town to Napa, got a 
talked to the guy. Thankfully, I didn't go to Walmart and just get any antifreeze because Audi uses a special one, and he, they knew it and got me the right stuff. I put it in, and I, there was no puddle. There was I couldn't see any leak anywhere, and I haven't had any trouble since. Okay. Should be fine. Like a small tin tin hole leak someplace, or possibly, um, you know, the one thing if you think you've got some on that, uh, you know, you could put a little sealant in it. Uh, you know, the K seal that you know Napa sells, which is a great coolant sealer and doesn't clog the heater core or anything along those lines. If you think you've got a small little pinhole, Jeff, you could put some yeah. K seal in it and not hurt anything. Okay, I'll, I'll go, I'm going into town today. I'll go by there and get that. Um, yeah, it was a car. It only had a hundred and fifty, or it has. I put four thousand miles on it. It's got a hundred and fifty thousand on it, and uh, it's a, it's a stick shift. That's what I why I bought it. Nice. These ones are, yeah. The automatics aren't worth anything. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, how I got into that again. But um, I sure enjoy your show. I told Larry I was doing chores, and it always goes better. Thank when you, I thank you, Jeff. You I appreciate. It. Did you guys finally get decent snow up there? Yeah, you know, we need it again. It's really icy. Um, we got everything after Christmas. It started yep. then. Yep. And we got a, it was really good for a while. But uh, now it's been just colder than bejesus, and uh, the, the slopes are just yep. uh, bullet It makes food. it icy. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Yep. So, good one. Uh, we're just taking it easy. I have to come down to Denver tomorrow for a job next week. My wife's already there. but Nice. Um, yeah, I can listen to you on the radio and don't have to listen on my phone. Well, I appreciate that, Jeff. Thanks for listening. We do appreciate it very much. Yeah, You're the man. Thanks, man. All right, we'll come right back. Guys, don't go anywhere. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Ken's and Leslie distributing your local BG Products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. According to the owner's manual on my wife's brand new full-size Japanese crossover, her 3.5 liter direct inject engine might consume as much as one quart of oil every thousand miles. Stop. Hold on. Yeah. One quart per thousand miles. That's right out of the owner's manual. Unfortunately, we see this exact same thing in many new engines. So that begs the question, why are modern cars consuming oil? Where does it go, and what can we do to prevent it? First, we have to understand where all the oil is going. Oil loss can occur in basically one of three ways. First, a good old-fashioned oil leak. Those are the spots that you see out in the driveway. Second, oil loss can occur through evaporation. Modern engines recirculate crankcase vapors back into the air intake through PCV so as to minimize atmospheric emissions. As much as 15% of your oil can be lost to evaporation and still meet current API standards. The last and most concerning cause of oil loss is the introduction of crankcase oil into the combustion chamber via stuck or gummed up piston rings. When this oil is consumed during the combustion process, it leaves behind harmful metals that can actually weld themselves to the piston top or downstream in the catalytic converter. All of these are severe problems, but most of them can be prevented. First, it's critical that you use a high-grade oil at every oil change. 
In addition to that, the oil must be fortified with a strong antioxidant package like the BGMOA to help the oil resist oxidation through its life cycle, as well as strong detergents to keep the ring seats clean and free from gums and varnishes. Additionally, a product like the BG EPR will clean all of the internal oil passageways and ensure proper combustion through the restored compression and minimized blow-by. As with all vehicle maintenance, an ounce of prevention will surely save you a pound of dough down the road. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with BG Products. We'll talk to you again next week. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties or worse none at all you can trust the original novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield find a novus location near you by going to our website drive-radio.com just click on the novus link that's novus autoglass a proud sponsor of drive radio As the cold comes in, don't let the heat go out. Call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air for all of your HVAC, electrical, and boiler needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. They specialize in HVAC, boilers, and all your electrical needs. This is not the time of year to mess with heating issues. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, focused on doing the job right at an affordable price. They are a top-rated home services company with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. For a limited time, KLZ listeners who purchase a high-efficiency American Standard Furnace will receive a free air purification system. Terms and conditions apply. Call now for an estimate on your new furnace, 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You might be misinformed about your home insurance policy, and while you're making the claim, is not the time to find out. Paul Lewinberger knows this and will educate you about the types of home insurance so you can make the right choices. There are three different kinds of home insurance. Structural home insurance covering the outside, liability insurance for if someone gets hurt on your property, and contents insurance for possessions inside the home. Paul knows that the insurance money received after a big loss is often not enough for total loss replacement. In fact, with other companies, there is no such thing as total loss replacement. That's unique to Paul. Make sure your coverage matches your premium. Otherwise, you can't have the peace of mind that you should have with insurance. Work with someone who will make sure you have the right policy. Call Paul Lewinberger at 303-662-0789 to learn about getting coverage that gives you peace of mind. Spring and Easter are just around the corner. Pre-order a delicious smoked and spiral sliced Easter ham now at ranchfreshmeats.com. 
don't spend money on a ham that you have no idea where it came from or how the pigs were raised. No hams found at a retail store can be traced back to one single farm. Ranch Fresh Meat sources hams from the Beeler family who raise only the highest quality Duroc pigs raised humanely without gestation crates. Check out the attributes of a Beeler's family ham. Real hickory wood smoked, no nitrates or antibiotics, non-GMO vegetarian feeding regimen, and the hams are just the most delicious natural hams found in the market. You must pre-order a Beeler's ham prior to February 15th to get one for Easter, so don't delay. Go to Ranch Fresh Meats for details, and don't forget to download their new app for iPhones. Just look for Ranch Fresh Meats at the App Store. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it very much. And I tell you what, since I've got a little bit of time here in between calls, lines are open, by the way, 303-477-5600. I drive some cars occasionally. My son Richard drives them more than I do, just the way things work out. But I drove recently a 2021 Mercedes-Benz. This was an AMG A35 formatic. It's just a little, little four-door sedan, which for the money... And a Mercedes, it's an AMG, it's $52,990 was the price of the car, sticker price of the car. Horsepower is 302 horsepower from an inline 2-liter turbocharged engine. This one happened to have winter tires on it that they had put on right before giving it to me. And I was able to drive that car in not this last snowstorm that we just had, but the one prior. And actually, it was a pretty decent snowstorm I drove that in where you know, I was driving it in you know, an inch or two of snow. Granted, it wasn't six inches or anything like that, but you know, snow, ice, all of that. I was pleasantly surprised at how well that car actually worked in the snow. And on my, on my way home on one night, I mean, it was my long way home. So I came from the station, had to go all the way down Hampton, hit 470, go home, literally the back way, if you would, because everything else in town was all clogged up. And I will tell you, going down 470, it was a little dicey that night. And I not only was able to keep up with all the other traffic, but pretty much go at whatever speed I felt was safe. And the car worked absolutely fabulous. Now, dry pavement worked just as good. About the only complaint that I had with this car, and this is something that you'll find in a lot of the unibody-type cars that, Let's face it, this is an entry-level Mercedes sedan. They're a little noisy on the inside, road noise-wise. That was really the only complaint that I had with this vehicle. Other than that, fit, finish, everything in the vehicle, how it rode, how it drove, how it ran, the the agronomics of the car, which, by the way, I think Mercedes on that end of it has done a very, very good job agronomically. Uh, my wife in particular will tell you that she does not like some of the other European brands as far as how the seats fit and so on. But the Mercedes is a very comfortable uh, car. It works very well. It's a, it's a very enjoyable car to drive. This particular car actually works and looks very well, uh, kind of coincide, I guess you could say. And fuel economy on this one, I was up in, it, it says 22 city, 29 highway, but I was roughly in the low 30s with this car around town. 
car works absolutely fabulous. So if you're somebody that wants a little more car than what you're going to get out of an average sedan, you still like that sedan with the trunk. This one, by the way, had very ample room in the trunk. In fact, I had some things here from the studio I had to take home, and it was longer than what you would normally get in the trunk of the car. Well, that one, like a lot of sedans, has a little center console in the back that folds down where you can pass through from the trunk in. I was able to take something very long, like skis, things like that, load it in the trunk, get home, no problems. Mm. Car worked. I was, again, I was, I was actually pleasantly surprised because I thought the car was going to have a higher sticker price than it did. Car worked fabulous. So, yeah, if you're in the market for something that's a little more, you know, sporty, the AMG, of course, on the Mercedes line is their high-performance end of things, if you would, the high-performance department. And this thing absolutely, absolutely worked fabulous. So, again, the 2021 Mercedes-Benz, this is the AMG version, A35 formatic, fabulous car. Enjoy driving it. And it's and it's actually I think priced very well for its segment. So if you want to go out and test drive one at your local Mercedes dealer, I don't know what kind of inventory they have right now, but please sell them. Please tell them I should say that Drive Radio, myself, John Rush from Drive Radio, or Rush to Reason, either one sent you. We would appreciate that very much. All right, let's jump over to the phones. We've got a couple calls coming in now. John and Bertha, you are next. Yeah, um, I have a. Hyundai. Well, thanks for taking my call first. Thank you. Um, I have a Hyundai Santa Fe 2007. Okay, the engine probably doesn't matter, but it's a 3.3. The the trouble is all over the internet, but I can't seem to find a dealer or anyone that has. They throw their hands up in there. It's the immobilizer. You know, the thing that manufacturers put in that shuts off the gas tank if you don't have a fob. And you try to hotwire it? Correct. Okay. So anyway, this one's going goofy. And on the Internet, they and they say, take your fob apart, pull the battery out, put it back in, and then go start it. And sometimes that works. But otherwise, if you pull out the fuse and the relay, the ground to the um, fuel pump and back will test bad. But then when you fix all this, it starts right up. And so I don't know where to go and what to do. Do you have any thoughts? Can you just take the immobilizer completely out? You know, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm not qualified to know that, and so that's why I'm calling in. I, mean, I would, I would, that would be my first start, because that's probably something that was put in by a dealer at one point along the way. Did you buy the car new? No, but they say this is that thing they put in at the factory. So no one can hotwire the car. Uh, m- most of those, if it's a true immobilizer, most of those were put in by a dealer on the lot, so they couldn't be hotwired on the dealership's lot. It was a theft pre- prevention that was used on that, and typically those are not put in from the factory. I I don't know. I've never seen, and that's a brand, by the way. I've never seen an immobilizer from the factory. Interesting. And if it were me, well, I would have that removed. Before yeah. doing anything How else, do How do you locate it? Then? Oh, I, the I, I, you know anybody that knows the wiring on on any vehicle, by the way, can can find and trace where the wires from that immobilizer are and, and, and get rid of it. If it's an aftermarket immobilizer, like I think it is, yeah, it can be taken out. Oh, okay. Well, think. Well, who would you recommend? Yeah, and by then? the way, real is quick, everybody... is there any is there any like blinking lights or anything when that car's off underneath the dash? Red no, lights. Everything does normal, and there's no codes. No, what I mean is, like, under the dash, car off, 
everything's closed. Do you have any kind of a, a red light that comes on underneath oh. the very, very bottom of the dash? Well, I could look there, but it comes out at the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you see it on the window, you know, uh, right in front of the driver's side on the windshield is where the red light is. When you turn the car off and you're out of the okay. car, it's always blinking. Okay. All right. So, yeah, that's that's not factory. Somebody's added that. A lot of those were put underneath the dash. That's why I said look underneath the dash. They could have stuck it up in that oh. area as well. That's not factory. Somebody's added that. Gotcha. And so so it's possible they put it under the dash, though, but then the light is installed. Yeah, and I the, guess they could put the light. It used to be they'd put those right underneath the dash because it was the easiest place to put them, but somebody could have stuck that one up there. It's hard to say. Where is it at on the dash? On the driver's side, you said? Yeah, on the driver's yeah. side, directly in front of the steering wheel, right out the, where the windshield touches the dashboard. I'm guessing they slipped it in right there then because, again, I, to my knowledge, that's not a factory-installed device. Interesting. I would be surprised well, if it is. Do you guys have anybody up north that you'd recommend? Because all uh, my wife's called like ten places, including both Hyundai dealers, and they all just throw their hands in. The uh, closest one, and I and he's qualified to do it would be Josh at Legacy in Boulder. But Josh could look at that for you and tell you what's going on. Josh at Legacy is Legacy the name of the place? Legacy Automotive in Boulder. They're at Fifty Fifth and Arapahoe. Ooh. Thank you very much. And they're not I'll from Bertha. They're not that far from you, John. Twenty minute drive or so is all. Yeah. No, that sounds great. Thank okay. You. you bet. Thank you very much, Bob and Centennial. Hang tight. We'll come right back and take your call. We're up against a break. This is Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. BG. No one likes to be that person. You know the one, stuck on the side of the road, busted tire, making everyone slow down to get around them. With Legacy Automotive's new tire sales, you don't have to be that person, ever. Here in our Colorado climate, you might be closer to needing new tires than you think. A bad set of tires can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Tires should be regularly examined for cracks, bulges and blisters, and other signs of wear and tear on your vehicle. The skilled team at Legacy Automotive in Boulder will be able to examine your current set of tires, let you know what they recommend based on what they find, and help you get on the road. Legacy Automotive is a Napa Gold certified auto care shop and employs ASC certified technicians. So don't be that guy. And make an appointment at Legacy Automotive today at 303-396-0555 or visit them online at LegacyAutomotive.com. Legacy Automotive, locally grown auto repair. Hunting down that hard-to-find part for an out-of-the-ordinary car can be quite a time-consuming chore. Unless, of course, you just go around the corner to your local Napa Auto Parts store, where we have over 310,000 parts, all of them made to fit and perform just like the original. Yeah, there are people who say it's the journey and not the destination, but those people have never tried to find an alternator for an 82 Fiat on a Saturday. Go to NapaOnline.com for the location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. 
Arvada West Auto and Truck has been serving all of Western Arvada, Golden, and Wheat Ridge for more than 40 years, and they're proud to keep their customers' vehicles on the road. After starting out as a small gas station, they moved into their current building in 2004 at 11752 West 64th Avenue. Arvada West is a Napa Gold Shop, a designation only a few in the nation receive. And after 40 years of service, Arvada West Auto and Truck achieved the Napa Auto Care Shop of the Year for the Rocky Mountain Division of Napa. They'd be thrilled to welcome you to their family. Stop by or call Arvada West Auto and Truck, 11752 West 64th Avenue, just west of Sims, or call them at 303-422-1065. All right, we are back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Thanks for listening. By the way, actually, outside right now, pretty nice day, 46 degrees after this big snowstorm. It's not bad at all. Far cry from 10 below. Bob and Centennial, you're up, sir. Yeah, uh, the other earlier caller was asking about a carburetor rebuild shop. Well, he's wanting to do a throttle body, so not necessarily, because a throttle body is not the same. But the one I've used in the past has been Don's carburetor on in Arvada on 59th Avenue. Okay. Uh, they seem that they could handle quadrajets, and there was another one called the carburetor shop in Inglewood. But I know Don's carburetor, it's now, Don's no longer around, but it's run by Mike. Okay. It's 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 at fifty four fifty five West fifty ninth Avenue in Arvada. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that you know, very very few people do. I mean, there's not enough carburetors. I I don't. Just side note, there must be just a few enough shops still doing it, and enough of them floating around where there's enough business to keep that going. But there ain't a lot of carburetors left. Yeah, I had him also rebush the throttle shaft on my eighty five Jeep Cherokee with a Carter uh, carburetor. Sure. Uh, Did a lot of those back left. in the day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, they anyway, wore out. They, those were that was a common problem on those. Yep. So anyway, he took care of that, and uh, that, I don't know. He could probably rebuild. I'm sure he could do quadrajet. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, if he could do the one you just talked about, I'm sure he could. Not that hard. Okay. No, All I appreciate right, that. Thanks for the referral. Thank you very much, Bob. And, and uh, well, I'm sure Wayne's still listening, but I, I think we got Wayne dialed in on the other. And I've never seen a throttle body need you know gone through and anyways you never know brad and jefferson you're up sir hey i'm sorry to have to call you guys no you're fine you're fine welcome back okay again um i might be getting ahead of myself on this and i just want to double check with you guys before i uh, replace all those struts let me just make sure i understood so first of all if one strut needs to be replaced definitely go ahead and do all front and back well at the mileage that you were at with i'm not mistaken was 175 at that kind of mileage and not really knowing all the history i would Okay. Okay. Let me ask you this. This is what I was looking at. So when I was underneath the car, just checking it out, uh-huh. I said the right front strut, that upper, I, ca- I think you call it a bumper boot, or the, the upper boot on that strut. What I saw, here's what I did not see on any of the struts. I didn't see any oil leaking or anything of that nature coming out of them. Um, the ride, you know, dad's, my dad says the ride is really nice on the car. Um, there's no knocking or anything like that, but the right front bumper boot up there, so I almost call it like a dust cover boot, it's kind of mangled up. And I thought, well, I wonder how the heck that thing got mangled up. Um, what else, what should I look for to really know if those struts need to be replaced? Or, I mean, if I mean, it's like, I, I'm pretty sure they're original. Do the bounce test. Just see yeah. how, you, you, know, you just get one end, you know, bumper on one end, bumper on the other end, bounce it up and down and see how it recovers. If it keeps bouncing or, or bounces, uh, very easily. You just don't feel much resistance there. You know they're bad. Yeah. Okay.
Okay, that sounds good. So same thing like we used to do with shock. Oh yeah, yeah. No, there's no difference there. Same, same exact way. Do you guys? Can you think of any reason why that that boot, that upper boot, that dust cover boot, or whatever? I mean, it looks like it it was just mangled, like, like something pushed up against it, and it's kind of contorted. Possibly. And... It got, you know, it got deformed somehow. Could have got that way putting it in, even Brad. Yeah. Hard to say. Okay. All right, guys. Hey, thanks again. I really you're, no, you're, it. no, you're very welcome. Good question again. So no, no issues there. Yeah, that. Yeah, the same way we've always checked shocks. Same way we would check struts or anything along those lines. A strut is just a shock absorber with yep. a spring, typically yep. on top of it. You know, and we and again we recommend when you do those, just do that all in one kit. I guess that's the best way to say it. it makes them you know, the assembly. Just put the assembly in it and do it. That so way. much easier on the customer and the tech. And again, at one hundred seventy-five thousand, my recommendation is you just go around, do all four corners, get get a baseline. Then at that point, so you know what's on the vehicle, especially a vehicle where this was not a a vehicle they've owned this entire time. So yeah, at that point, I would definitely do it that way. Yep. So uh, let's see here. Pam is up next. Pam, welcome. Thanks. Thank you. Um, you know, we got my son a two thousand six Lexus RX three thirty. And, you know, it needs a new transmission. And I'm just wondering if you have any suggestions of where you could go to do that. And I'm just kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I, my, my suggestion, I think Jeff would probably agree with me here. And this is going to be uh, most likely some time. But in Centennial, I'm sure Gino's over at, over there at, yeah. uh, in Centennial would be able to do this for you. I would go ahead and just do a Jasper remanufactured transmission. You'll have the best longevity, warranty, everything associated with it. Geno's is a Jasper dealer. They work with them all the time. That's the direction I would go on it, Pam. Yep. Okay, and those, is there any, I don't care where I take it to, I just want a reasonable price because we just don't have a lot of money. Yeah, that, that's to... tough. On that one, what um, year is the car? It's 06. a 2006 uh, RX 330, Lexus RX 330. You might be more than what the car's worth. Oh, you will be. Pretty easily. Yeah, you will be. And this is going to be a determination of, you know, is the rest of the car good enough to go ahead and put a transmission in it, drive it, you know, X amount of miles after, whether he does yep. or you pass it on to somebody else. But, yes, this will be a math equation as to, you know, we're going, we're going to invest X amount of money into it, knowing we're going to get X amount of years back out of it. But to Jeff's point, you will be putting more into it than it's probably worth. Yep. Okay. Well, where um, and is there any other shops all around town? Like, we don't care where we go to get Pro- the problem with you know other, and Jeff can attest this because he did transmission work forever. <laughs> the problem with cheaper transmission replacement options are they are going to go through your current transmission and find pieces that are bad. Yep. They will then see what they've got laying around on the shelf, new or used, and they will assemble things based upon what they've got kicking around back into your unit. They may put some new clutches and things like that in it, but the reality is you're getting a basically another you know, better than used, but still a used transmission going back in it with, even though they may warranty it, you have no idea what the longevity is going to be on, on that transmission. Yes, it will be probably half of what a Jasper re- remanufactured transmission will be the advantage to the Jasper, of course, it's a nationwide warranty, 100,000 miles. I mean, you're not going to put another transmission in it for okay. the life of the vehicle. Okay. Yes, you're going to pay more money, but your reliability factor will be 100 times better. Okay, okay. And where is this Geno's located? Geno's at? is at the corner of Bowles and Platte Canyon, right over in Littleton, so just west of you. And just talk to the guys there. They're a Jasper dealer. And what they'll do also is look, look over the vehicle first. 
They'll tell you okay. other things that may be needed on the yeah. vehicle, which, by the way, we want to do. That's the other thing they'll do that a transmission shop won't do. They'll give you a full bumper-to-bumper inspection, find out what else is needed, and then give you – and by the way, on timing. So, hey, here's something that's going to be coming up. It doesn't need it now, but it's going to be coming up in six months. So you guys overall could then say, all right, here's the money we're going to need to invest in the next X amount of time – including the transmission that it needs now, if it needs it, and it can tell you all of that as well. And then you guys can determine, you know, what do we do as far as money goes? Keep in mind, replacing that car, even though doing this may be worth more than that car's worth, the reality is replacing that car today, anything decent that runs that you can safely put someone else in, child, et cetera, it's 10 grand or more. Yeah. Right, right. So, so you have why. to you have to factor that side into it as well, because even though you're going to put more into this than what it's worth, replacing it is still expensive, also. Yep. Okay. All right, and that's on Bowles and Platte. Bowles and Platte Canyon. It's Geno's with a J, and you can find them at Geno'sAutoService.com or go to our website drive-radio.com, and there's a link there for them as well. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, really Pam. Appreciate it. That was a great question, by the way. Because and yeah. Jeff, we could talk about that a little more when we come back top of the hour. Because right now, with the way prices are on the replacement of that car, yeah, you can do some things now to that used car that you wouldn't have been able to do even a couple of years ago because of where we're at price wise. Well, and the other thing is, is that the supply chain. Right. Right. Uh, even, and that may be an issue even on that one on the Jasper site. You're going to have to find out. Well, if Jasper even supports that unit, That's I'm not right. sure that they do. Best. But the on the flip side of it is from what I've been seeing as far as parts pricing, mm-hmm. transmission parts prices have gone up on, oh, our, yes. on our end, have probably gone yep. up 50% since yep. 2020. All right, we will be right back, folks. Don't go anywhere. The next hour, one more full hour coming your way. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com, email your questions and comments, download previous programs, and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.